listening to Peace Mindedly, a podcast program where I feature peaceful bridge makers. I find those people, I interview them, pre-interview them, and then I choose them for my for my show because I do believe that we need more peace and more um, good news uh, for this planet. Right now, we are dealing with coronavirus, we are dealing with lockdown, and we are dealing with so many dark, dark news. So uh, my hope is we talk about peace, we talk about um, kindness, compassion between and among people. And for that, I have two amazing guests that I would love, love to know about them and to learn about their lives. Uh, they are Zahra Islami and a- Amy Trico. Hello, Amy. Hem- hello, Zahra. Very good to have you here in the program. Thank you. Hi, Sarah. Excellent. So, so for the purpose of our discussion, I am. I mean, I was, I was astonished and so much taken by uh, this, this, uh, this relationship that you have. Especially Zahra was so caring and so protective over Amy. But first of all, I would like to learn about um, the experience that you do have uh, with each other, Amy. I wanted to uh, ask you about. Um, I mean, I know that you through. Um, uh, dinners, I mean, dinners for international students and uh, for uh, uh, for people who get together and, and be in your community. And then I remember that Zahra was telling me it was a night when she was in your house in November 2011 with, uh, for one of those dinners. Tell me about the night that what happened. You mean the very first time that Zara came to one of our events? Yes. Yeah. We have an organization in in uh, Minnesota called the Minnesota International Center, and it encourages local people to uh, be involved with international students and their families. And we had been in a group called Dinner and Dialogue, and that was a group of three or four host couples, and then the university would send us the names of six, eight, or ten students whom we would invite to come and have dinner with us maybe four to six times a year. And we would particularly have it, uh, well, in the fall we always had a a tour of a park. We would go and meet at a a park or pick up the students and go to a park. And one of our uh, members was very interested in birding, and he would have take us on and show us the birds and hear the birds, and then we would go back to one of the homes for dinner. And that was the first time that Zara came. And then we continued to invite those same people. Some of them wanted to come again and some didn't. But And so we usually had about an equal number of host families and guests. Uh, just a delightful event because, and the students did not know each other and they were all from different countries. So it was always a, just a, a fun evening. We normally would have a dinner. We try to have it sort of close to our holidays like Thanksgiving, the 4th of July, spring, so that we would have different times in Minnesota that we would uh, have opportunities to do things with these students. Uh, and that was the first time that Zara came was for our a tour in the park for the birds. Oh yeah. And Zara, uh, do you do you remember that night that uh, the first time you met Amy and uh, um, yeah, tell me about the night. 
Certainly. I remember Keith, uh, the friend of Annie, came and picked me up and then he brought uh, me to the park with other international students. And Professor Bob, he was explaining about the birds and it was a very good distraction for me that I miss my parents during the, the first month and I feel fresh and I see the new people and uh, I see these kind American people are hosting us and they share their food and time to us. So I enjoy it a lot. Excellent. So here's the question I have. Back in Tehran, there is this kind of things against the United States, people of Americans and so forth. And it seems that you did not experience the same thing here in the United States. What was your impression of uh, American public in general, Zahra, that you had and how the impression changed after you get to know Amy? Uh, it's a very good question. Uh, from that time that I was in Tehran and Iran, I never thought that American people would not uh, be kind. Uh, and uh, I always separate the politics from the people. And I believe that people around the world know how to uh, live together peacefully. Uh, again, I had the same experience here. I never see any discrimination or uh, unkind behavior during my stay with these people around me and also my experience during my graduate school at the University of Minnesota or my work during internship. Uh, I made a lot of good friends from my close relationship, I always enjoy it. Excellent. Uh, Amy, I mean, I, I assume that uh, you come to know many, many students, uh, perhaps many international students. And then uh, because of the dinners that you put together and the connection that you have. So is this something common that you have close relationship with other students that you know? Yes. In fact, the very first home state student we had in 1971, his daughter now lives, he was from Japan, his daughter now lives in New York. And when I had my 90th birthday party two summers ago, she came out for my birthday party. So that relationship has gone on since 1971. Wow. And so what's, what's your magic? It's not, it's just, we, meet, we enjoy the people we meet, and we enjoy keeping in touch with them as they graduate and then go on to their professions and marry and have families. It's wonderful. Uh-huh. So here's my question. I know Zahra covers, and she has her job, and then she came over to your house. So what was... Tell me the truth, Amy. <laughs> what was your your first impression when you saw Zahra? Tell me about your first impression. When you talk about the very first impression, that night I probably met four or six new students. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, first impression. And maybe only half of those students continued to come to our dinner and dialogue dinners. You know, they didn't, it was not something that fit into their schedule or their likes. But Star came back again. So you get to know them then. That first time is uh, really quite, well, it's just very primary in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, you remember their names and <laughs> what country they're from and what their major is at the college. 
but that's about all that you get on that first evening. So you do uh, not in September so, in the fall. So you do not remember anything about her job or what she was wearing. It was just an individual in your house. Yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. Uh, but then they come back, and then each time, I mean, this is a relationship that grows. Uh, with each time, and, and Zara came, and uh, several of the other students. In fact, one of the students who was at that also that first meeting ended up also working in Seattle. So when I was out visiting Zara, we also spent an afternoon with three. Here's the thing. I mean, I first. I mean, I wanted to in 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 my business. One of the uh, one of the issues that we get constantly being criticized for is we go after media savvy. We go after celebrities in the media, and we do not go after people who have amazing stories and still um, are very good uh, sources of information. So for that particular uh, criticism, because I worked for Wisconsin Public Radio, for BBC, for other networks, so now that I can produce my own program, I decided I would like to do stories of the people who haven't been covered. So I put a post on Facebook and then I asked, okay, so I'm looking for peaceful bridge makers. This is my purpose. I covered war and conflict. Now I want to cover peace. And do you know anyone who could talk about uh, such matter? And I mean, just Zahra is so fast. <laughs> Mashallah. She immediately answered, okay, you need to talk to Amy Trichel. And then I was thinking, okay, interesting. So I'm going to talk to Amy Trichel. And then I talked to you. And then somehow Zahra is just full of energy. She's, she's just this bomb of energy and then she kept telling me need to do this and you need to do that and we, I think we better to do this and then I thought okay so therefore you know what I'm, I'm just gonna have you with me in the program and somehow yeah and somehow I realized that um, she is protective of you and she cares so much about you Amy so do you do you feel that do you see that Oh, absolutely. She calls me Grandma. <laughs> yes. And, and, do you know, grandma. And, and do you know what an honor that is? Uh-huh. I mean, that's just so very special because that's, I mean, I remember my grandmothers. Uh-huh. And that's a relationship that, that we always cherish. And so for somebody to have you be their grandmother is just an honor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Zahra, so you've taken by Amy's kindness and compassion. Tell me why it was important. I mean, what what happened that you thought, okay, she is part of my family and not only my family, probably a grandma. Exactly. Uh, As Amy mentioned, uh, our relationship grew during that time. It was not a start from the beginning like this. The more we communicate together, the the more we interest to know each other. And I think the big reason is that uh, as uh, Amy has a lot of experience with other people, she has that kind of um, encouraged to know people from different culture and religious. She really has an open eye and ear uh, to listen to uh, to you and know you. So 
it was so interesting for me and I uh, as I grew up in Iran and in the, in in my faith uh, that we believe that we are different but we need to respect each other when I see this attitude in any I really become interested to continue our relationship and uh, then uh, this company that she shared with me uh, we, uh, with uh, her calm manner and her kindness it really helped me that uh, I do not feel alone here and I feel that uh, mentally and emotionally someone is here for me. Amazing. So I've been in Zahra's shoes uh, when I came to the United States. It was particularly difficult because, I mean, when we are new in this country, um, I mean, for, for people like myself and perhaps Zahra, we don't know the language, we don't know the culture, we don't know streets, we don't, we've basically, it's, everything is absolutely enormously new, new, new and different. And then when all of a sudden, we after a while, our prayers get answered and then we find someone very special and very kind. So, Amy, uh, how much uh, your faith really played into thinking that this is something you would like to do to help other people to feel more at ease and more at home? An aspect of my daily faith is my relationship with other people. Because as a child, going to Sunday school, I grew up knowing that Jesus loved me and that in addition, then I was to love others as I was loved. And so as a Christian, this becomes simply a part of your uh, subtle but also very deep conduct. And so you, when you meet people, your impression is that you love this person, that this is another human being, that this is a child of God. Their humanity and their humanness is the very same as yours, regardless of their language or their religion or the color of their skin or their habits. Uh, this simply as growing up as a Christian, this is sort of integral to how you your relationship with people. So um, I think it was my, I think it is my faith that gives me my attitudes, that gives me my desire for peace. And we, we, because you talk about peace, for peace, not that, because dark, you want to get rid of darkness and have light. You want to get rid of hate and have love. You want to get rid of fear and have faith. I mean, those are things that, as human beings, uh, we want for the for the quality of our own personal lives. But to have good quality in our lives, we must have quality, good quality with those whom we share space and time and air and the earth with. So, Zahra, how about your religion? How much your religion interact with your? your approach to Amy in a way that to be very kind, protective, and compassion towards her. Exactly. Uh, in my faith, again, we all believe that God created us based on differences, different colors, 
different in languages, different in cultures. So uh, all of these perspectives lead me that uh, I always uh, like to communicate with the different people that are not the same from me. And also, I think the culture of Iran uh, has impact on me too because we have a different uh, population uh, in different regions of Iran. For example, we have uh, people in North that they have uh, their own uh, specific language, or we have a courts on the uh, West, they have their own language and culture, or uh, on Northwest, we, uh, we have a uh, Turkish people. So uh, I think that my faith and the, the environment that I grew in Iran and also the, place, the places that I experienced to live in Iran lead me that I want to, to know different people uh, and respect their differences and just as Annie mentioned, uh, love their humanity. You are listening to Peace Mindedly, a podcast show featuring peaceful bridge makers. You can listen to uh, this audio on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or any major podcast platform where you get your audio recordings. You are listening to uh, two of my beautiful guests, Zahra Islami and Amy Trico. They are talking about their friendship and how peace and love really formed uh, their relationship. Amy, you served as executive director of Citizens of Educational Freedom, a nonprofit organization advocating for parents' rights in education. You were also the board member of Citizens League, Global Minnesota, Public Art in St. Louis, and so forth and so on. Yet you do not call yourself of any of these titles, and you rather uh, call or title yourself a professional mom and wife. So, <laughs> so I wanted to see how come you, uh, you came into this, this, this title. Because I chose, and we all choose different things at different points in our lives for different reasons. During most of my life, I chose to be spend the majority of my time and energy and resources as a wife and mother. Uh, I had that option. Uh, I found them very rewarding, very challenging, and so those were those were my professions because of where I lived in a central city, so we had some other needs and interests as civic people. So I got involved in some things concerning housing and safety and education because they were part of my environment. And I, I loved doing them, but they were not the major. I did not spend the majority of my time doing those things. Most of my time was spent uh, and we had two birth children, and then uh, we also, for a large part of their lives, had a brother and a sister. We're called foster children. They, at that time, for health reasons, could not be with their own parents. I asked Zahra, so um, what, would yep. you, what would you hope people to remember or to know about your friendship? I did experience multicultural and interpersonal relationship uh, with Amy and also some other good American people. 
So I hope uh, other other people around the world can experience this kind of relationship because it will give you the new horizon and uh, it is so valuable. Uh, and also, the more you love the people, the more you will have friends uh, from different backgrounds and it is again uh, so valuable. Excellent. And for you, Amy, so what do you hope people to learn about uh, your relationship with Zahra? I think that we need, um, and certainly um, I did not grow up uh, thinking that you could just say, I believe in this or I think that. I think we have to be intentioned about those things that are important to us. And peace is very important to me. And so I've got to be intentioned about it. I've got to live it. And I've got to show it to my children by my lifestyle. I think my children benefited tremendously simply by observing the people who were in our home. They didn't have dinner with us when we were all adults. and They probably didn't want to to begin with, but it was an adult table. But seeing that and seeing the friendships that we formed in those I hope they observed the need for peace. The world needs peace, and that is not simply peace without war. That's not peace. I want them to have peace as a very active part of their lives in their relationships with people, in their belief in other things that they need to be to be in work for. Peace is is a dynamic relationship. And I hope that my children observed that. And I hope that, that we experienced it with all these people that we met. Because it will make a difference in the world if we all dynamically care about peace. And how about you, Zahra, if you wanted to have a closing of our program? What you, what's your thought about peace? My general thought about this peace is that... Uh, Everyone around the world, especially the majority, have a good access to good education and healthcare system. And we don't see any wars. Uh, we don't see any women or men or children affected from wars around the world. But uh, I, I want to define it for interpersonal relationship. I think. Uh, Peace is the, the time that you put love at the center of your relationship and you do not bring any kind of prejudgment uh, to your relationship and can hear and people it much better. Thank you so much for being with me here for this program, Peace Mindedly. Thank you very much for being a part of my program. It's an honor to have you on. And I hope to see Amy <laughs> very soon in Seattle. I hope so too. And thank you very much for inviting me. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Absolutely.